You're listening to the Doheny Podcast Network. The Doheny Eye Institute, working for all to see. Your host is Jody Becker. My guest is Dr. Brian Francis, recognized this year with a UCLA Exceptional Physician Award based on his outstanding patient care and outcomes and the commendations of his peers. Dr. Francis is based in Doheny's Orange County offices and specializes in glaucoma care and research. Dr. Francis is renowned for translating research in the most innovative and minimally invasive techniques into successful surgeries and treatment for patients, and for that, he is beloved by many grateful patients who have offered their thanks and praise to Doheny for Dr. Francis's care and concern. Thank you so much, Brian, for joining me. Thank you. It's a pleasure. So could we talk first a little bit about grateful patients and I guess the whole mythology around restoring sight, which in storytelling tradition is sort of a sign of the miraculous, but of course we know there's a lot of art and science to it. And in fact, I know that you perform several surgeries today. Sure. We had actually a pretty uh, interesting mix today. We had anywhere from kind of simple, we had actually one patient that had just cataract uh, surgery as a simple procedure all the way to uh, eight glaucoma aqueous tube shunts. Uh, we had a patient that had a, a tube shunt revision uh, due to an eroded tube shunt. Uh, we had patients that have failed traditional glaucoma surgeries like trabeculectomy and tube shunt, and we were doing a new type of uh, laser procedure in the operating room, which can help lower their pressure. And then we had a patient who came to us for a specific type of micro-incisional or minimally invasive glaucoma surgery. We were able to perform that, a trabectome and a, and a uh, suture trabeculotomy. And almost all of our surgical, medical laser treatments are designed to lower the eye pressure to a safe level that will prevent or at least you know, severely slow down the progression of optic nerve damage and vision loss. At what stage do patients usually find you at Doheny? Sure, we have, you know, we have patients that have either tried medical and laser therapy and that's failed and now they need their first glaucoma surgery <clears throat> and they're looking for glaucoma surgeries that are less invasive, more cutting edge, etc. And then we do have patients that have had kind of your traditional glaucoma surgeries and that these surgeries have failed over time and now they're looking for something that is a little uh, more aggressive or and, and not you know a normal uh, type of uh, glaucoma procedure so you know we get patients that also fall along a wide uh, axis if you will of of disease spectrum you talked a little bit about what patients are looking for. I'm wondering if you can talk about patient education. I wonder if they come to you asking for something or you sort of introduce a variety of options to them. Well, that's a good question. A lot of our patients come to us based on their research on the Internet, and they've found, you know, they've done some research and they found that we offer some surgical solutions that may not be the norm or may not be offered you know, in any other place. And so we get that type of patient. We also do get patients that are sent by their treating doctors who have done you know, what they can so far and treated them with to the best of their abilities, and now they need kind of the next step. And then we have uh, patients also that just come to us 
based on you know the reputation of of Doheny and UCLA and wanting to know what's the latest thing that that may benefit them. So, you know, patients may come with a preconceived uh, notion of what they think they might need, and often that is is accurate. Uh, otherwise, though, we we try to fit the patient's concept of what they need has to fit with what their disease process is and what will actually help them. So we try to educate them on what exactly their disease process is, how we can best help it, and and what their options are. And we're usually able to offer them several different options, which can vary based on the aggressiveness of the technique and uh, also the the various degrees of risk versus benefit. Circling back a bit to your surgery practice, can you share some insights on how the art and the science come together in surgery? Sure. Well, I think the uh, the, the science is knowing the disease process and what's causing the disease, and then you know trying to decide what is the best treatment. Nowadays, we have so many different treatments that I think part of the art actually is is trying to tailor the treatment to the patient and their particular needs, not only the disease process, but, um, you know, a patient's uh, you know, individual limitations. You know, sometimes we have patients that have, you know, certain lifestyles that need to be taken into consideration, such as you know, we've had patients that are scuba divers that don't want to give that up. We have patients that are open water swimmers who don't want to give that up. So that tailors so part of the art is for us to tailor their therapy based on those things as well but also doing something that has a a high likelihood of success as well and are those commonly discussions that you have before the surgery is performed or sometimes do you have to make uh, game time decisions when you're actually in in surgery well both really you know so certainly we have this discussion in depth with the patient prior to surgery and it's part of the informed consent process but there there are decisions that we have to make during surgery and oftentimes we'll we'll let the patient know that prior to surgery and say you know we have these different options and we're going to plan to do you know this but uh, we have contingency plans of x and y and z in case we need to do those but there's always you know medicine is not an exact science it's not mathematics so there's there's no 100 percent certainty and so there's always a uh, times where you have to think on your feet you know or, or do things a little bit differently than you may have originally planned and that's part of the that's part of the beauty and the art of, of practicing medicine You're also interested in nanotechnology. Can you share a bit about the latest developments that can benefit eye patients? Right. So uh, a couple a couple different applications of nanotechnology. One is uh, the application of therapy, and uh, Dr. James Tan is is working in in that realm. He's one of our one of my colleagues at uh, the Doheny Glaucoma Service. The other areas where we're looking at that is actually in filtration techniques. So, how to uh, how to not only lower intraocular pressure, but to be able to titrate the lowering of intraocular pressure. And then another area where we were looking at that is in the the measurement of intraocular pressure and how to monitor the pressure over a longer period of time, such as a 24-hour 
period rather than relying on a single measurement at, at one time during the day, which is what we have currently. And is that part of your current research? Uh, yes, it is. And we're, we're actually uh, looking to expand that and, and build a glaucoma research consortium with Doheny and with the basic scientists at UCLA. So that's part of our goal is, uh, is to do that in the next couple of years. Brian, you are cited as a physician with a deep sense of empathy for your patients, and I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about where that comes from. So my interest actually started when I was a resident in training, and uh, we had a very large population that had very advanced glaucoma. And I remember seeing these patients as a resident thinking, you know, there's got to be more that we can do. For these patients, you know, these why these these patients are, many of them are going blind. They can't take their medications, or they can't afford their medications, and they're you know they're losing vision. And you see the impact that it has on their lives. So the desire to try to improve outcomes and make you know lives better uh, in glaucoma patients really was what prompted me to go into the, into that field. Um, and I felt it was a field where, you know, the, the disease was very real and very impactful on the patient. And if you can alleviate that disease, then you're really going to make a difference. Fast forward to present day, I, I think, uh, you know, I still have that desire to try to save vision uh, for, for my patients. And it, it, it guides the way that I practice and operate. Um, it also guides my research that we do in, in our department runs the full gamut from basic science to, you know, really translational and outcomes research. And I'm, I'm more on the translational and outcomes research side. Everything that I do really ha has a direct potential benefit for changing and improving patient care. So that's really my, my goal and, and my interests, you know, in, in glaucoma. Thanks so much for your time, Brian. My guest, Dr. Brian Francis, recognized this year as a UCLA exceptional physician. The Doheny Eye Institute, at the forefront in eradicating eye disease for nearly 70 years, is dedicated to providing state-of-the-art clinical services and supporting leading researchers in the quest for treatments that stabilize and improve the precious sense of sight. Doheny is now affiliated with UCLA Stein Eye Institute. For more information about our doctors and their innovative work in the quest for better vision, visit our website, doheny.org.